The following podcast will contain graphic, disgusting, crass, foul, mature, and immature content. I am Roscoe Tim Toscobble, a half-elf rogue, and I miss Grace terribly uh, when I have time to miss her between hiding and stabbing. This is Sir Colvick Darkseed, half-orc cleric, and I'm really wondering, whatever happened to Hot Carl? Melvin Hardmeat, High Elf, Wizard, son of Philip Demetri, son of Gillisir, Master <laughs> of the Free Company, Defender! Of his enormous manhood, a shining example of chivalry and champagne. Previously on the Very Good Adventuring Team. Are they friendly there? Like, we can just show up and they're going to be cool? Are there laws against taking children? Maybe. Oh. Are they well enforced? Probably not. And with a snap of her fingers, teleports you to the bustling, beautiful, and dangerous city that is the sunken city. Are you gonna, are you gonna smash a burner rock? Take the sim rock out of it? I want you guys to name this place. Hog Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I get. That's <laughs> what you expecting. Ooh, Roscoe turns on the penetrating ring. So we could probably go up and talk to these douchewads? Yeah, probably. Should we go talk to them? Yeah, let's go talk to the douchewads. All I know is we were supposed to get an amulet from some nerd. Hey, I have a question. Uh, I have that manual of quickness that I bought. Yeah, did you ever read that? Yes, I did. How long does it take to read? It's like 48 hours. I don't know, that's a good question. I think it was actually longer. How am I just smelling your fart? I don't know if it was just yours, but... Maybe it's like, I don't know, sounds faster than smell. <laughs> it's like, that's <laughs> certainly the case. It'd be awesome if smell was faster than sound. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna fight. <laughs> like, as soon as you smell it, you heard the sound. <laughs> 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 Why is that so funny? <laughs> oh no. Well, it'd make it a lot easier to identify who parted because you'd smell it and everybody would start looking around, like waiting for it to happen. <laughs> and it happened for everyone individually. Like every time, the instant they smelled the fart, then they would hear it. I smelt it. I know you dealt it. <clears throat> you'd count it off like thunder. Like, <laughs> <laughs> to see how far away it <laughs> Uh, yeah, if I spend 48 hours over a period of six days. Yeah, it hasn't been six days since your shopping trip, so we'll say next time, Gadget. Next your time. Dexterity. <laughs> I don't know why all of a sudden I'm going to be a stickler about time. Well, I, this is really, this is worded really. If you spend 48 hours over a period of six days or fewer oh. studying the book's contents, you're so... So has it been t- two days? There's no way you read for 48 hours straight. Fair. I'd say I'd say like three days. Well then, that is resolved. Well, uh, I'll uh, I'll set a reminder here. Calendar. Calendar reminder. Reminder. Next time we play. All right. You can have your manual of quickness bonus. Well, depending on how much fucking around we do, I mean. If we actually have to get through some material for days to pass in game. That's that's true. See that? Man, why didn't I think of that? That's how I could motivate you guys to stay on task is be like, well, you gotta make it through this part of the adventure to get your magic book on. You know what that's we gotta, why you can't do that. You know what we gotta start doing is using all those magic beans that we have. Yeah, I was just thinking we of that. We really can't we maybe we can make this place blossom. I don't know. Make something life come out of we it. We are in a garden. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm going to plant a bean. 
Jesus Christ. <laughs> Truly? Yeah. You're going to discreetly plant a bean while Roscoe and Melvin talk to Stuart and Elric? I'm going to see how this conversation goes first. Okay. Stuart and Elric, 22 and 24 years old, young magical college students, have, uh, have now greeted you and said hello and whatnot. Um, they have asked for your names, which you, I assume, have given them. Yeah, I'm Steve, and this is Tim, um, and, uh, uh, J- Jim. Jim and Tim. <laughs> hey, I'm Jim, Tim. Roll for deception. <laughs> 19 plus whatever my effing thing is. I don't know how that was convincing, but these guys are some real rubes. <laughs> Hi, Jim. <laughs> I'm Jim, Tim. Good to meet you. Wait, which one came first? Was it... It was... T- was it Jim? Steve, Tim, and Jim, Tim? Jim, Tim. <laughs> what strange foreign-sounding names you all have. What uh, brings you here to the magical college of Leg Hog Johnson? We're looking for an amulet. You're looking for the amulet? Is that the college student saying that? Yes. What is the amulet? Well, the... The amulet that our whole school is based around. The Magical College of Leg Hog Johnson. The Jade Amulet. The Jade Leg of Hog Amulet. Oh yeah, that's the one. Yeah, we have uh, uh, academic interest in this amulet. Well, you've come to study it. Good, good. Let's, uh, let's bring you to uh, one of the Archmages. And let me do something on the map. Secretly and discreetly. Come to study a hog leg. Up close, in detail, a veiny, veiny hog leg. Oh, should we plant a bean as we walk away? I think. I know. I, think, I, I want to for com- comedic value, but I mean. I think before we leave, we're going to have to plant some. We're going to have to before we leave, but not, not now. I feel like our DM has put a lot of work into this. Oh, you'd be surprised how little work I put into things. That sounds like an invitation to me. <laughs> I heard, by all means, plant beans. (laughs) You're brought back to that central area, the assembly hall, and you are brought before Ogian, one of the archmages of the school. He steeples his fingers from his magical robes and assesses all of you and says, You have interest in the hog leg? Yes. (laughs) Okay. What is your interest in the hog leg? I nudge Melvin. He's more wizardly than I knows what wizards study. <laughs> We're here to study its arcane properties. Oh, what about the arcane properties? Do I outrank this wizard, being a wizard and he's just an archmage? Well, arch tends to imply some great rank, but you're not like... it. You're not in the same league, you know, necessarily. You know, like, like you don't belong to this school, so you don't have a rank in this school. Yes, sir. Yeah, that's what that's what we want to do. <laughs> <laughs> he asked you what you want to study, and you're like, "Yep, that's what we want to do." Um, he he asks you, "What what college brings you here?" The I was gonna say like the the College of Pig Blisters. Oh, pig blisters. We don't get a lot of pig blisters students here. You are a student, I presume? Yes, I am um, uh, a professor there. Oh, I would have assumed a student. Nope, you're wrong. Are you sure? They let you teach then? Is that what you're saying? That's what I'm saying. Tell me. And he leans in a little bit and starts stroking his weird, long, like, six-whisker beard. It's like, what do you teach? I am a master of illusions. Ooh, master of illusions, are you? Show me an illusion, wizard. I have reason to doubt your presence here. Uh, I'll cast a spell of a very large hog leg. Oh. Actual hog leg or a jade hog leg? Well, first first it's going to be like this sparkly outline of a hog leg, but then I'm going to turn it into a real hog leg, and then I'm going to eat it. Oh, dang. Nice. 
So you're gonna you're gonna major image up uh, a crazy hog leg at the sixth level, and then you're gonna eat it. I'm going to as a backup hear him say this, and if something goes wrong with his solution, I'm going to create a hog leg as my create food in front of his hand. So if like, well, there's like no role for his <laughs> thing. Like he just gets to make whatever the fuck he wants. Remember? <laughs> Actually, I know, I know what I'm going to do. I'm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to reach behind his ear and then pull out a hog leg. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Are you making? Oh my god! <laughs> that that sounded like a spray nozzle. <laughs> You're gonna reach behind his ear and pull out, pull out a hog leg. Is it gonna be a real hog leg? Yeah, a real hog leg. <laughs> you're gonna pull out a whole real hog leg from behind his ear. You're making that like the ooh face as you're doing it. I'm gonna, <laughs> before I show you this illusion, you have something behind your ear, and then I'll pull out a hog leg and then start eating it. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Why don't you give me? A roll of performance. Uh oh. <laughs> Twelve. Twelve. He is suitably impressed. It goes, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and Stuart and Elric both like <laughs> Give a very frantic little clap. Only after the the archmage Ogian uh, is it suitably impressed by your display, and uh, so you can tell that you've kind of like you haven't like won this dude completely over. You're not bosom buddies or going out drinking later or anything, but uh, you have definitely sort of won a little, a little bit, a little bit of faith. He was skeptical of you and why you were here, uh, having never heard of Melvin Hardmeat, the great wizard, before. And uh, but now he's like, oh yeah, this is a this guy's a legit, you know, wizard, and he can do magical hog leg things. And <laughs> how appropriate that you themed it to the school. So he's uh, he's happy, and he's he leans in a little bit closer, and he says, "Tell me, what is the nature of your research? Why do you want to look at our humble little amulet of enormous power?" <laughs> um. We're curious about the nature of its power. Ooh, it's been a mystery for some time. One, I can admit, is not one we've solved. Have you a new theory? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, you all suck at improv. <laughs> <laughs> he does not say that. Uh, he just kind of strokes his beard a little bit, and let's give him a let's give him a roll to decide how he feels about it. Uh, he's not uh, he's not super super into like you know just taking you guys back right now. And he says, "Well, uh, I have to tell you that this school is rather busy today. Can I interest you in a return visit tomorrow, and we can bring you into the chamber?" the amulet then um I'm gonna we're not really in a, like a major hurry are we nah you got some time I'm not gonna do anything <laughs> well it's kind of important that we see it now you see if we can figure out the power of this amulet we might be able to save the orphanage uh in my hometown Ooh, everyone loves saving orphans. Aren't yeah, you? all the kids, like, there's an outbreak of leprosy. Oh my, sounds terrible. Let me get a little persuasion or performance. I'm 27. What the fuck? This man, like, tears up. He leans over and, uh, and puts a, a hand on your shoulder, and it's like a weird, really super old man hand, like... Like, this guy's a human being, but he's clearly lived way longer than a human being should live. But he clamps that hand on your shoulder in a surprisingly strong grip and says, I don't know if you know this about me, but I was an orphan myself. Oh, really? Yes, no one knows how my parents died. They were found 
on a doorstep inside out some time ago. Really? That happened to my parents. <laughs> Get the fuck out. <laughs> I promise. I was getting ice cream, minding my own business. Next thing I know, those motherfuckers are inside out. Oh, that would have been terrifying. How old were you? Ten. Oh, goodness, I was only seven. I don't know what's worse, being younger or older. My good friend. Oh, this is so terrible. I hear them, and I just kind of look at them both. Do they look alike? No, they don't look alike. This, is, <laughs> this guy's like straight up human. Although you are half elf, I guess you could share parentage, but no, this is they—they they don't look anything alike. Yeah, I just look at them both, look at them, and then shake my head. No. So, uh, how did your parents get turned inside out? Well, they never found out why. Must have been a powerful magic that did that. Mm, I'd imagine I've heard rumor of such spell, but you've never, never seen it myself. Huh? So, how about that amulet? Yeah. <laughs> That's unbelievable. I can't believe it. You don't have any leads, do you? No, not at all. It was quite some time ago. I've honestly mostly forgotten about it. Didn't think about it for years until you brought it up. Jesus. It's quite dramatic. Quite dramatic and traumatic and a lot of other aromatic. It was very aromatic. A lot of addicts. Hmm. All right. Well, if it is, if this is for the orphanage, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll come right away. Uh, and he starts walking you through the school towards uh, towards a room on the far eastern end of the campus. Let me scooch you all over there. It takes a little while to scroll. It's a rather large map. And the, the students all come with you that you've collected so far. And there's a couple of new ones over there, too. Let me get you into the room here first before I go into too much detail. You pass down a hallway through a little meditation area and then into a rather grim-looking chamber. Um, turns out it's all for just effect. It's There isn't a gigantic blood splatter that goes across the floor like there is on this map. But there is an altar at the far end. And uh, so you see that there are several other students here and two other archmage sort of characters. You learn that their names are Ogian, who you already met, Kurimo, and Reri. And there are several other students that are here in attendance as well. Elric and Stuart, who you have met already. Also, Brenda, Anas, and Sparkles. You are in the presence of this amulet. It is sort of just hovering above the altar that's up in the front through some form of magic or illusion, you suppose. And it indeed is a jade leg of a hog, which I will keep saying leg of a hog to prevent hog leg from being the thing that it looks like. <laughs> and uh, Ogian comes in and he kind of like pats the, the two other archmages on the shoulder and is like, well, this, this here is Roscoe. He's another orphan. His parents were turned inside out just like mine. You, you, and you know, Roscoe, I never asked you. Do you have any leads? All his ears. I've been trying to figure it out. Hmm. Well, do let me know if you find out. I, I don't know if I'm more curious about the magical revenge at this point. It's been so many decades, but oh, I suspect I would take a little bit of both. Have you ever tried to replicate replicate the spell? No, I've never been very much good at evocation. What kind of magic do you do? Oh, I dabble in several schools. Evocation's just not my forte. Keep your back of devouring, Andy. <laughs> As I look around, do I see any potted plants? Uh, you do not see any plant life in this room, no. <sighs> okay. You see, you hear a sigh of disappointment. <sighs> Aww. So they bring you up to the front of the room. There's the altar. There's the, uh, the little, uh, amulet afloatin'. And the archmage is sort of give you, uh, give you space to get up to the front and take a look at it. So you see this, this hog-leg amulet just, uh, just hovering there in the air. And Ogian says, Well, there it is! In front of God and everybody. What does it do, exactly? Ogian, uh, who you've really befriended at this point, I mean, you've, you've certainly made a, a, a curious match with him, and he says, he leans over sort of conspiratorially so that the students in the back can't hear it. He goes, 
To be honest, we don't fucking know. <laughs> we can feel an enormous power emanating from it. We think it helps extend life since all of us are old as balls. The other two wizards that are standing there, Kurimo and Rari, both kind of like shrug and nod a little bit. Oh, we are old as balls, that's right. Oh, yeah, old as balls, old as balls. May I touch it? We, we'd prefer you didn't. They know it's some, something of a grand and powerful relic, and, you know... I mean, it would seem like a perfectly trustworthy sword, but... Well, you know, it's... You know. <laughs> you know. How's this thing hovering? That's pretty cool. Oh, it's just a little bit of, uh, just a little bit of magic. It's sort of a gust of wind that holds it up and keeps it in place, sort of. But like a magical wind. So uh, does it cast its own gust of wind, or do you guys cast the gust of wind? Well, we keep casting it. We take shifts on who's concentrating on it. <laughs> Usually we let a student do it. It's just a very weak levitation spell, truly. Has anybody tried to steal the amulet ever? Oh, yes. Oh, certainly. Every now and again, someone comes by and we destroy them. <laughs> <laughs> oh. How do you destroy them? Ooh, magic, of course. It's delightful. I mean, in fact, it's been ages. No one's attempted a theft in some time. I can't recall the last time I destroyed someone. And they're, they're all like, oh, yes, what was it? Was it two years ago? Oh, it was three years ago. Oh, it was four. Why do people want to steal it? We don't really know. It's probably just because it's powerful. Perhaps there's someone else out there that understands what the damn thing does. Have you ever been visited by gods? No, that we hear tell of them. Well, maybe suppose we can, I mean, if we don't really have a deadline here that I know of, maybe we can spend a few days, uh, if you don't mind, inspecting it, see what we can find out about it. Oh, a little looky-loos, fine by us. If anything, it but, uh... How much do you know of the rest of the world? Well, it depends on the subject. Do you know of any prophecies? You know, so that's an interesting thing out of character here that I... I never bothered with doing a lot of prophesying for this world. And I suspect there are prophecies out there, but as a DM who doesn't like to box himself into really bad corners, I, I did not write down any big prophecies or anything like that. So while uh, Ogian probably knows of some, or has at least heard rumors of them, I'm, I'm not going to have any on hand for you. Very good. I feel like that's just stepping in a bear trap as a DM to prophesy something. Yeah, we can... Uh... Thank you. Ogian? Ogian? Ogian. Thank you, Ogian, for letting us see it. Uh, can we visit again? If we were to stay in town? Like oh, town. yes, there's a little hotel just up the block you can stay in. It's a delightful place, I'm told. Now that we've seen it, we'd probably like to confer, me and my colleagues. Um, is there any way we can get a hall pass to get back here? Or will people know who we are? You would like an unattended visit with this thing? I'm afraid not, but uh, we'll spread the word around, and one of us is always here. In fact, we almost never leave. All of you never leave? I mean, it must be. And why? You know, we send out some students for food, and sometimes it gets delivered, you know. There's a good pizza place that'll send a driver by. Wow. Oh, wow. When was the last time you left the ground, Sojin? Oh, I don't know that I have. Maybe as a thank you, we'd like to take you out to dinner to that pizza place. Ooh, <laughs> pizza. Think about that. I do delight in their pizza. They have one they put walnuts out of all things. Ugh. Sounds yeah, that great. sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's not like the savage lands in the north where they put pineapple on it. <laughs> Watch your damn tongue. Oh, never mind. Never mind. He eyes you suspiciously. Oh, we can definitely have that pizza brought here, though. I'm not a big fan of leaving. You never know when someone could come by that you need to destroy. <laughs> <laughs> we get what you mean. We get what you mean. <laughs> if there's one thing we get, it's that. <laughs> Alright, so we'll we'll come back tomorrow. We're gonna go is there an inn in town or someplace we can stay? 
Yes, if you recall a moment ago, I told you about one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't recall a moment ago. It's been a long day, OGN. Yeah, what, what? go out the door and take a left and you'll see it. It's just past the pizza place. All right, very good. I'd suggest stopping for dinner if you're hungry. Walnuts, of all things. Sounds awful. Don't knock it till you tried it. Fair enough. I actually have had a pizza that has toasted walnuts on it. Uh, it is toasted walnuts, goat cheese, sun-dried tomato. Uh, I don't remember if there's anything else on there, and it's a delight. If you're ever in Minneapolis, check out Bryn Mawr Pizza, if I recall. As it happens, I'm in Minneapolis. <laughs> Weird. Well, hello, VGAT fans. Welcome back to our little podcast. You know, I did some poking around on the old internet today, and I discovered that there are no less than 450 actual play podcasts of some kind or another. That's pretty wild. What's even crazier is the fact that you, right now, are taking the time to listen to us instead of all those other ones. Now, I get it. Maybe there aren't any new episodes of your favorites right now, but still, you're taking the time to hear us play. Well, that's awesome. So, you know. Thank you all very much for doing so. In other news, we've been scouting around for new artists to do some commission work for us, and we did find one. We're excited to see that come to fruition sometime around November when their schedule clears up. I'm looking around to see if I can find something else in the meantime, but it is surprisingly challenging to find the right combination of skill and willingness to be associated with morons. But rest assured, the search continues. That reminds me, have I ever told you folks about our Patreon? That's right. We have one. And damned if it isn't just the best darn way to help keep our podcast and the supporting artwork coming. We have created 106 episodes as of this release, and friends, the hits just keep coming. As previously mentioned, we're working our way towards a new campaign, too, and that's going to kick off right after this one is done. I'm hoping to get a little more depth going for you all this time around by creating and posting some maps and other things to make this a little more immersive if I can. I'm not a talented artist by any means, but I'll either get better or I'll find somebody else to do it for us. Anyway, all of that is supported by you, our supporters, and patrons. So a great thanks to all of you past and present contributors. If you want to know more about that, we encourage you to visit our Patreon site, as well as just kicking around our regular old website. You can find us at thevget.com, which is T-H-E-V-G-A-T dot com. And from there, you'll find links to all of our other stuff, like the Twitter and Facebook feeds, which are great ways to hear the little bit of news we generate, Patreon, obviously, and all of our artwork is up there. It's great stuff. Go check it out. And by the way, the game that I am about to talk about is actually called Microscope. It's by Ben Robbins, and you can find it on Amazon, and I'm sure a couple other places. Friends, that's all I have for the mid-roll today. I shall deliver you back into the action. forward to a little while later you guys are staying at the hotel and i'm really digging this participation thing tonight tell me what you think the name of this hotel is the hot meat hotel the hot meat hotel we're by a pizza place i figured it might have some similarity maybe it's the same pizza joint owner and hotel it's a hotel and pizzeria is it maybe everything around here like we're in the hog district so everything's like the hot hog or like... Wait, what did you say? The hot meat? Just hot meat? The hot meat hotel. In the hot meat hotel. It's actually up the street from the Broken Heart Boulevard because nobody's broken hearted here. It's all happy hot meat hotel. Hot meat hotel. Hot meat hotel. Alright, so you guys are this staying... Town, at... This town is just shenanigans. You're <laughs> staying at the hot meat hotel. Hot meat hotel where they serve hog leg. What's it? Is there a word for pizza that starts with an H? Uh, hot pocket. Uh, hog leg hot pockets. <laughs> hot meat hotel where they serve hog leg hot pockets. Hog pockets? Hog pockets. <laughs> it's a very swine-oriented town. They're, they're uh, like, uh, like they're... 
claim to fame dish or whatever. Hog, hog pockets. pockets. <laughs> <laughs> I recommend the hog pockets. <laughs> they always send out like, you know, somebody that sets it down in front of you and they go, hog pockets. I can just imagine his listeners just listening. Okay, what's the name of this place? They're gonna like, it's something dumb. It's something dumb. Hot meats. Yep. Yeah. There's a game out there, and I can't recall the name off the top of my head, but your the entire game is like basically what you do as a DM to get ready for a campaign or whatever. So you're just building like a world, and then you build eras of history. It's called like micro microcosm or something like that. If I think of it, I'll look it up. Hey, future Nick, put this in the mid-roll. The, <laughs> the name of the game with the building of the world and the whatnot. So you're at the Hot Meat Hotel, where they serve hog pockets. You're all sitting around the dining room table enjoying a hog pocket or two. I feel like they're a good hearty meal. Like, scolding lava hot on the inside. That's, that's what I was going to ask. Are they ice cold? Or lava hot in the middle. Right, no, right in the center. They're ice cold, but they're lava on the end. Will they burn your tongue? It'll destroy your tongue. <laughs> and role play. You're at a table. What are you doing? Tell me about what. Tell me things that you're telling each other. Uh, can you just pass me the hot peppers. Yeah, here you go. Right. Oh, thank you. So, what are we gonna do about Samuel? I have an idea. So, Samuel's obviously keeping these assholes alive, right? Yeah. They're ancient. Yeah. What do we think happens if the amulet's not there? How quickly do you think these guys age and die? I don't know. I don't know if there's a way that we can find that out. Well, there is. The uh, portable hole is extra dimensional, right? Yeah. So if we threw the key in there and closed the portable hole, the key is not, like, here. It's not very far away. It's just not in this realm of existence, correct? Yeah. So if they're away from that, my theory is they might age like uh, like Indiana Jones. Yeah, if another some other dimension, some other time, there were a movie called Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, <laughs> and some asshole took a drink out of the wrong cup. If they chose poorly, poorly. how do you think we're gonna get our hands on that amulet, though? What if we pulled right a Indiana Jones and I'd say what is that, the Temple of Doom, and switched it out? Wait, that's this? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Just like that. I, like I really wish that we were a video podcast uh, at this point, so you guys could have seen that brilliant imitation of Harrison Ford as Indiana Jones swapping a golden yeah, idol with a bag of sand. A little sand yeah. out of it. They have it. This is about how much twelve pounds of gold would weigh. One pound of sand. Yeah. The sand that is equal volume as this gold might <laughs> I'd be funny if inside of there he actually had gold in there. Ching, ching, ching. <laughs> yeah, he's just trading gold, gold for, for different gold. gold. <laughs> this gold's more valuable. Indiana Jones, what weighs more, a pound of feathers or a pound of bricks? <laughs> but I was going to say, I mean, what if we do a minor illusion or something to make it look like the idol's still there? That, that is definitely possible. Yeah, getting our hands on the, the amulet's not going to be difficult. Like We walk right up to it and put our hands on it. I feel like we need a distraction of some kind. Like beans? Yeah. Beans? A musical fruit? Woo. So let's do this. Um, what if I uh, find a potted plant, carry it with me, and then we just kind of put a bean in there at the end of the hallway where the door is. And that way, if something, whatever comes out of it, that's a distraction. And sure. I can use a bean. I think you should use a handful of beans. I think, Three beans. I think I think you should bring a plant. Uh, let me think about this. We need we need for you to cause a distraction while Roscoe and I are in there looking at the amulet. Maybe we bring a, a gift plant. You know, like, hey, here's this plant. I'm going to go plant it in your garden. And then while we're looking at the amulet, you put the beans... It's the, only, it, the only problem with that, it doesn't seem like these guys leave the chamber a whole lot. I mean, there at least has to be one or two of them inside uh, the chamber. If a fucking 100 foot, 100 foot pyramid erupted in their garden, they might leave that chamber. The, how often has that happened that we've hoped? Bound to happen sooner or later. If anything, there's just going to be a blue flame that pops in the garden. That, that fart is that yeah, really mazzy. Really dry. <laughs> blame the cat. She's not big enough to contain that much smell. <laughs> she was sauntering away as you said that, though, so it was kind of. 
kind of had that like, yeah, that's right. Deal with it, smooth brains. I would say... <laughs> <laughs> Alright. We're tiptoeing. <laughs> I like planting the beans and seeing what happens. Uh, that would be easy enough to accomplish. We walk through the garden going in there anyway. And we say, oh, we're just leaving you behind because you're not really interested in magic. Even though you are. I mean, do you think they'll leave somebody to guard the amulet? I don't want to kill any of these people. I'm not, I'd rather not, well, too, I'm, but if we have to, we have to. I'm just thinking, why are, we, uh, why are we doing it in the garden and not in the space itself? I mean... Cause it's going to be we hard get, to bring dirt into the... That's why it's a potted plant. Yeah, we could try it. You have your horn of blasting, too. Don't we have a couple of horns of blasting? We do. That'll be plan B. I just think if we want to see how it'll react to all this blasting. Hang on. Feel the guidance a little far away if something goes south. You know what? I didn't uh, read far enough on this horn of blasting. The last sentence is each use of the horn's magic has a 20% chance of causing the horn to explode. (laughs) (laughs) I don't see that either. Imagine if every time you used your horn, it had a 20% chance to explode. Oh, I'm going for a 100% chance. (laughs) I for sure wouldn't have a kid. (laughs) And no horn either. I don't know if I would use my horn if it didn't chance to explode. Oh. I'd have lost my horn when I was 13, 14 years old. <laughs> Summer of 93. That's when his horn exploded. <laughs> For the first time. It deals 10d6 fire damage to the blower and destroys the horn. Oh, Can you imagine having a horn explode in your face? <laughs> Somebody had to get it out there. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> just hot all over your face. Yeah. Just... Who knows? Some people might enjoy it. I've never believed that, but some people might enjoy it. <laughs> yep. Yep. The uh, waiter stops by and says, more hog pockets? <laughs> I'll have the sausage hog pocket, please. Ooh, excellent choice, sir. And more hog pockets for, for the two of you? Do you have any pineapples? Uh, no, we don't have any pineapples. They're, they're very hard to get here. What was that? They're very hard to get here. Oh. No, I think I'll... I'm, I'm done. And then I'll just pull out my bag of raisins and start eating that instead. All right, all right. Do you have I any have, uh, I think to drink here? By the way, they they probably have uh, maybe like an apricot wine or something like that. I'll try it. Do you have any uh, lean or diet hog pockets, <laughs> sir? We don't encourage diarrhea here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and uh, do you serve uh, breakfast here? Do you have any breakfast hog pockets? Oh, the best part of uh, staying at uh, at the Hot Meat Hotel is the uh, hog pocket buffet that we have in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds pretty good, actually. <laughs> hog pocket buffet for breakfast? I'll take an apricot wine. Two apricot wines and a sausage hog pocket. Coming right up, gentlemen. And the waiter scurries away. All right. All these hot pockets on the website, you can rate them. They all have like five-star ratings. What? What website? There's the hotpockets.com website. (laughs) (laughs) Five out of... Why are you on their website? (laughs) (laughs) And why are they getting rated? I don't know. The one where, that wait, what? Did, where is the? Where's the rating thing? Uh, you gotta like, go to the hot pockets, and then you pick the varieties, and then they give you a list of all of them, and then they all have ratings. The lowest rated one is the chicken broccoli. It's got a three point seven. That's my favorite one. It is pretty good. I like that one. It's been a while since I had it. I also like the ham and cheese one. Ham and cheese one's highly rated. Um, and the breakfast one. The second lowest rated one is the cheddar cheeseburger. Can't yeah, say that doesn't it. sound good. That does not sound good. Filter by feature. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> you can s- feature. There are yeah, there are features. Oh, I just broke their website. <laughs> uh, with more than ten grams of protein. Are you what? All right. Let's just step back for a second and and ask yourself, how many? Because like you know, protein's like you know that's like your weight lifting and your uh, your all the rest of that stuff. 
Like, how many people that are seriously concerned for their health are like, I'm only going to eat 10 grams of protein or higher Hot Pockets? Get your protes. Where do you get all your protein? Hot Pockets. <laughs> hot pockets. <laughs> Slamming 10 grams of protein in this Hot Pocket. I gotta have a, gotta <laughs> a post-workout Hot Pocket. <laughs> protein Pocket. Oh, there was a article on... Your uh, Pro-Pox? Get your Pro-Pox, bro. Arnold Schwarzenegger the other day uh, about his protein shake recipe. And... uh it was like a bunch of crap, and then he puts an egg into his protein shake with the shell. What? Isn't that how you get fucking salmonella or whatever? I don't know. Yeah, usually that's on the outside of the egg, I thought. That motherfucker just needs to eat some, like, whatever old people eat, prunes. Do you imagine, <laughs> can you imagine what his farts smell like? No. If you're eating a whole egg in the shell? It's in the mid-70s, doesn't it? Yeah. What, like, weird savage are you? Like, I don't think most animals other than snakes even eat the fucking shell when they eat other people's eggs. I don't know. Maybe I misread this. And they don't like, even want to. They just don't have hands to peel it. Crack I mean, it. I mean, they're like, oh, well, I guess I'm going to eat this thing now. Like, what are you... And I'm sorry, what the fuck are you doing with your life that, what, you don't have time to crack it out of the egg? It's not like there's a lot of valuable nutrients and shit in there. He's not bit- like you need it to make eggs yourself. He's a busy guy. Yeah, you can't tell me you can't hire somebody to pull the fucking egg out of the shell. I really want to see the video of him doing it. You take the whole egg and you throw it in there! (laughs) (laughs) You eat shell! He blends up almond milk, tart cherry juice, one banana, and one whole egg, including the shell. (laughs) To make uh, one of those memes with Carl Weathers and Arnold Schwarzenegger's (laughs) hand. Eggs, shell... Shake. Snakes. Arnold Schwarzenegger. People who eat eggshells. <laughs> Alright, boys, stay focused. Stay focused. You got a you got a, a heist of sorts to to plan here. So what's what's the plan? Are we still are we still refining? Do you think you could make a uh, an illusion of me and the key both at the same time? Whoa. Yeah, I could. What do you think the odds are of doing it at the exact time I pop out of existence holding the key? What do you mean, pop out of existence? I'm wearing a helm of teleportation. Ooh, I could. We could do that. It w- well, so how, tell me how that would work. You would be like, what, what would I need to make an illusion of? Me and the key. Like so hold, you holding get, the key, or like? I don't think I need to be holding the key, reading this teleport thing. Okay. I need to be in a ten foot cube with the key. How far I can teleport. you teleport? Uh really, as far as I want to, as far as I understand. That's a lot. I'm surprised. As uh, that seems the likelihood of it going off without a hitch depends on my familiarity with uh, where I'm teleporting to. Oh, <laughs> hold on. Well, I'm just gonna start looking up helm of teleportation in here real quick to make sure. But I, I, I think I understood me. it about the same way. It allows me to cast teleport three times daily. That's all I got out of helm of teleportation. So I had to look up teleportation. It's pretty baller, if you ask me, man. Gosh. Weirdly overpowered? Huh. Baller, you mean? Unfamiliar with how that would be in this game. Right. I think, yeah. Where do you want to teleport to, do you think? Uh, we spent a lot of time at Chad's place. My word of recall goes back to Chad. If I can, you and me can just word of recall back there. It goes back to uh, Redane. And with that helm, can you teleport? Because a teleport spell... Says you can teleport you and up to eight willing creatures. So you could really teleport all of us. Oh. If we were all together. So we wouldn't even have to fuck with illusions. We can just grab it and go. If we went to Chad's, that's way too fucking far from here. These old bastards can't track us down there. The only downsides of this is if there's any, like, you know, anti-magic or other... Yeah, I guess we don't know all that. ...doodattery that we're not going to know about. There was a, uh segment in the teleport spell that I wasn't sure if it would affect uh how do you think anti-magic would work in a place with magic mm. it says here you can teleport an object too yeah it can't be held or carried so as the person casting the gust of wind spell is that them holding it I would think not but if you were to do that then I could make an image an illusion of it still being there and it would hold you don't have to concentrate or anything? I can I can do it in a way that I wouldn't have to concentrate. I, I like that. I feel like I need to take that damn helmet away now. 
Definitely going to stop a pot potted plant, though, as a gift. Well, what do you want to deal with? The helmet or the beans? <laughs> <laughs> the beans sounds like more fun. It does. Sound and it doesn't fun. feel like gaming shit as badly. I feel like we'd be in a pretty miserable fight, though. Whatever. Okay, so we haven't really I fought think... anything for a while. I'm pretty sure stuff can mess us up now. <laughs> Plus, we got all this super cool, overpowered shit. I think it's time we kick the tires on that. If we have to do get in a fight, well, yeah. then we gotta get in a fight. I like to fight. I'll, I don't mind a good scrap now and then. You have a scrap? Yeah, I could have a scrap. Can you have a scrap? I could have a scrap. <clears throat> you have a scrap? I mean, I don't want to fight and kill these people. <sighs> They're just students. The words. What if we are just honest with them? And they don't seem evil by any means. I don't wish these people any harm. There's chaos, okay? Chaos brings justice. We need to do it for chaos and justice. Oh, because you had like, you know, a 30 second chat with your new god. Now you've had some revel new god. revelation. The same god I've always had my whole life. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not the same. Okay, this is okay. It doesn't, I mean, it's unfortunate for them. Not the same thing you believed your whole life. What? It's not the same thing you've believed your whole life. I was lied to. So now you're just like, oh, this thing that you lied to me about my whole life, then... They didn't lie to now, me. Um, that was a lie. But, hey, that's what I'm doing now. Growing is knowledge, Melvin. Growing is knowledge. So you, so you feel lied to, but now you're fully embracing this new philosophy? I am. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, just, just so we're clear. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, that's kind of no bones about it. No. <laughs> I think his position is clear. <laughs> yeah, I think it's pretty much what we're going also, for here. Do you remember turning this wizard's uh, parents inside out? Um, I was wondering about that, and I don't, re <laughs> I don't remember doing that, but I did have, you know, a period of time where I was probably drinking a lot, and I don't necessarily remember everyone I turned inside out, so. Fair enough. Yeah, I'm leaving that one open to interpretation. Um, I don't know if Melvin also wants to leave that open to interpretation, but. Hey, I'm, I'm gonna let sleeping dogs lie on this one. Is there some other rival wizard that's also turning people inside out? We may never Ooh, know. Who knows? You invented the spell, didn't you? As far as I know. I've not seen anybody else come up with a, a spell quite like that. But it's possible. Who knows? It's all fucking magic, man. So. Alright, so what if we're honest with these pricks? Tell them why we need the thing. Just straight up tell them. And if they want to cooperate, great. Do we tell them while we're in the room with the amulet? That way we can... You know, take it if we need to. Well, tell yeah, them. Yeah, probably. And you can use this thing three times a day. This helmet. Well, this is pretty nice. Uh, and so I don't know. I don't know how I feel about going all the way back to Chad's house. What other place do you feel like we would know well enough to have a good chance of getting to where we want to be? I feel like we spent a lot of time in that bar. With Dane? Yeah. Like I said, I have that word of recall. How about uh, the City of the Gods? Which is the same thing as transportation. Which isn't really dependent on how well you know it, right? We just go directly there? All of us? Yeah. Do we, uh, let me just what go is ahead and place called? Periprio? No. The Periprio? No. Sorry, I wasn't paying attention for a second. <laughs> what were, you, were you talking about Redain? The place outside of Periprio? No, we were talking about the home of Where the, the gods. gods reside? Oh, Yasya. Yasya. Oh, yeah, that's right. You and up to five willing creatures within five feet of you instantly teleport to a previous designated sanctuary, which would have been Redain. If you cast this ball without preparing it first, blah, blah. Any reason I can't teleport to Yasya? Hold on. We can have Roscoe teleport. Well, I don't know. Can we go to... We haven't... Where have we spent more time? Yasya or the bar in Redain? What do you, what do do you feel that you're more comfortable with? Probably the bar in Redain. We can call Exute down to bring us to... So I say you teleport, if we run into trouble and they're not going to let us have it, you teleport the amulet to the bar, and uh, hopefully no fucking schlub picks it up, and then we do reward or call to get there right away. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want me to just teleport us all? That was the thinker sticker right there. Did you see that? Yeah, I should right there. And... Well, I'm just saying, like, you can teleport the amulet, but getting us out of there is going to be a sure thing if, if he does the word or the call. Oh, okay. Hopefully we don't lose this amulet, because that would suck. Yeah. Or, I mean, or we don't have to teleport the amulet. I mean, we can just grab it and word a recall out of here. Either way. What if I just teleport all these wizards into space? 
<laughs> Does it, I think it has to be willing. Yeah, willing creatures. <laughs> hey, you want to go to space? <laughs> sure. Ah! <laughs> I could do it under the guise of, uh, like, not being hostile, like learning. Hey, you want to go on an academic adventure? <laughs> <laughs> academic adventure. All right, do we have a plan in place? All right, so the plan is go there, ask them to let us have it. If they don't, somebody grabs the amulet, and then we word it for call out. And leave a bean. And leave a bean. Planted, a, planted, uh, just, a plant with a bean in it. Just a, a fuck you bean. Yep. Okay. All right. Should we get some rest? Sounds good. You guys get yourselves some rest in the Hot Meat Hotel. I really just have Heartbreak Hotel in my head now from that. You have a delightful Hog Pocket Buffet breakfast. Sounds delightful. So delightful. And, I, you know, I feel like they've got five or six varieties of them out there. I feel like if you had, if you had hog pockets as the thing for your hotel, there'd probably be, like, a, a variety of sauces and stuff, too. Like, there'd be, you know, maybe not, like, a full-on, like, hot table at a buffet, but, like, probably five or six different, like, spicy sauces or... All right, let's go around the table and name some sauces. Name a sauce. Um, the, uh... What's these... A white sauce. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know what just happened there, but it resulted in white sauce. So there it is. An Alfredo, perhaps. <laughs> oh, you said we just stop it with white sauce. That was it. <laughs> and we're done. Frank's right out. Fish sauce. Ooh. Oh. Fish sauce on a hog pocket. Bold. <laughs> <laughs> a Thai chili. A mango chutney. Guac salsa. What did you say? What? Guacamole salsa. Oh. I thought you said box salsa. <laughs> That's not a sauce. That's a salsa. Oh, it's a sauce. No, it's a salsa. Mm-hmm. I feel like, I mean, we're just kind of talking about things you could scoop onto a hog pocket, so I think a salsa Szechuan. would be... Szechuan sauce. Milan. Milan. Szechuan sauce. That's the only reason why we're doing this, so... Get that. Szechuan Get sauce? Szechuan yeah. sauce. It's your nine-season arc? That's all it is. Red sauce. Man gravy. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> We got the white sauce, we got the red sauce, we got the salsa, we got the man gravy. What if that's just what they called, like, sausage gravy? <laughs> you know, it's manly. It's like a... Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's man-made. <laughs> they so. say you want some man gravy, your eyes go wide. It's manly. It's so There's sausage in there. Lots uh, of pepper. A lot of meat. Meat. It's a very hearty sauce. It's a manly sauce. It's a <laughs> Why didn't you call it manly sauce? <laughs> what do you think of that? It's man oh, sauce. Man sauce. Gravy in pockets for breakfast. <laughs> Gravy pockets. <laughs> <laughs> you want to make sure you're not squeezing the squeezing it too hard. It'll spray uh, out all over your face. Man sauce. Hot Man hot sauce hot, hot, hot pocket. Well, that was disgusting. So you guys enjoy your breakfast <laughs> and uh, make your way back to the little magical college. First, the, I stop by and see if there's a potted plant anywhere I can buy. A shrubbery. A shrubbery, if you will. Bring us... A shrubbery. Uh, a good faith shrubbery, if you will. There is a market area not too far from where you are, and you are able to find a little bonsai tree. Oh, delightful. It's, uh, it's growing over a little rock, but there's plenty of soil in the pot. Right. I was about to say there's plenty of soil in the soil. <laughs> <laughs> there's a little pot. There's a rock. There's a little... Is it? It's like... It's like the perfect like karate kid bonsai tree. Alright. Is it in uh is it an edible soil? It is an edible soil. You can pick it up and put it all over your You can spaghetti. eat the soil itself. Yeah, good. It's edible soil. Like the end of uh The Last Samurai. I guess it's It's uh perfect. <laughs> what? Are you not familiar with that movie? No. Oh. Is that the Tom Cruise one? Mm-hmm. When he says the cherry blossoms at the end? No. Oh. Tom Cruise needs to save samurais. I was thinking of uh, 
um, Matt Damon in The Great Wall. <laughs> he needs to save the Chinese people. Yes, he does. Oh, it was such a goofy movie. Yeah. It was. I thought that movie was bizarre. It was. Everything about it. And what I don't the fuck like, were they even doing? <laughs> saving no China idea. with the last white man, of course. You know what China needs? A white guy. In you know, ancient China. Weird in, um... Oh, fuck. What was the movie where they had Tom Hanks and, uh... Terminal? You know that movie? Terminal? Can you hear some of that movie? Terminal? Jackal? Uh, Big. No, the, um... It's a jackal. Where the... It's like, the true, true fucking... Oh, Cloud Atlas. Cloud Atlas. Oh. Where the, was it? Was it Benedict Cumberbatch they cast as the... As an Asian person? No. Well, yeah, there's a there's a spot where, like, basically everybody's Asian, so they kind of... Turn everybody Asian? They, like, Asian blackface everyone. <laughs> <laughs> and... It uh, uh, right, rightly so. I would think uh, made some people upset. There's one. There's a <laughs> real Asian, in there somewhere. <laughs> a real one. <laughs> well, and they like white faced her at one point too. I mean, it was so that you could have the same character playing the same soul throughout their journey through time. But it's still like at a surface level was somewhat offensive. Yeah, it was. Never seen the movie, you guys. It was just weird to see. Really? Like, nope. I've heard of it, but never saw it. It's one of those weird movies that really polarizes a crowd. Because there's some people that are like, it's basically the Bible. And then there's other people that are like, that movie is fucking terrible. And like all things in existence, the truth is somewhere in between. So you're able to find a potted plant. Okay. Bonsai tree. Bonsai. I'm going to go ahead and put it in the satchel. In the old satchel. You hear a sickly crunch as the trunk breaks as it goes into your bag. No, I'm kidding. I would suspect a bonsai tree would be carried, not put in a bag. Do you want a little bag to go over it? I would love a little bag to go over it. The shopkeeper says, and he gives you a, uh, it's like a little, uh, you know, it's got like three little brass wires, and then there's a little little cloth hood that goes over it, almost like you'd put over a birdcage. Speaking of which, I don't have a satchel. I'm just going to hold it to my side underneath my cloak. So, there we go. All right. It is protected. It's protected. And then you go to the magical college. I feel like we'd go to uh, Leghog. Yeah, do it. Here we are at Leghog Johnson's. I don't know why, but I know I am unable to poop, but I just feel like I'm pooping constantly right now. Yeah, that makes sense. You've eaten a lot of hog pockets. I feel like I'm filling up whatever dimension is on the other side of my just, colon portal. Just you wait. There may be consequences to your actions someday. Not right now. <laughs> Not right now. I'm thankful I have this thing installed. Installed? <laughs> it just made me think of a guy in, like, coveralls was putting it in. I get the extended warranty. And, like <laughs> <laughs> The maintenance plan. Well, that's going to be sixty nine ninety nine. There were some issues in there, but I think it'll hold up and slaps it. Nice. Got the, the colon care warranty. You get another uh, 50,000 cubic meters out of this bad boy, no problem. You just keep her lubed up, replace <laughs> the belts every now and again. <laughs> give, give a, are you going uh, conventional or uh, full synthetic on that uh, colon lube? Let's make sure to keep replacing that O-ring and you'll be just fine. You arrive at the college. You know, it's funny... Because all of these things are going to sound like I'm cutting out, but it really just, this whole thing has just been a natural progression of conversation, and I'm just interjecting, so you arrive at the college every ten minutes, hoping that we actually get there. So you arrive at the college, and ask for... Episode 106, Hog Pockets, was released on October 13th, 2019. We're going to do more super awesome stuff next week on... Vegan! 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 The Very Good Adventuring Team! If you found a baby that was just drowning in a puddle, like...
You don't have to save that baby. Oh, that's your business. <laughs> that's your business, baby. Good luck. <laughs> that's your business, baby. <laughs> and <laughs> have fun with that smooth brain. <laughs> smooth brain. <laughs> Uh, rare insult. Smooth brain. <laughs> Good one. Smooth brain. Have fun with that smooth brain. <laughs>